0: hello i beat you two at that time you did beat me two at this time
1: you were ready yes so what are we talking about today um today hello everybody welcome yes welcome we are going to um spend a bit of time talking about um the death house which is introductory uh sort of a um Grambling for the word, but anyway, an intro to, to Curse of Strahd.
0: Yeah, it's, how, it's uh, a good way to start. Brings you from level 1 to level 3. Yep.
1: Yeah. Um, it's not necessarily something you have to do. It is optional, yeah. Um, but, if in my instance, as a first time ever being a DM, I found it to be super helpful. So, if you have never done a campaign before and you're doing Curse of Strahd... I would recommend doing Death House. Because um, it definitely... Um, the nature of it, I think, is good for some sort of basic basic game mechanics. and.
0: I would definitely recommend Death House if you're a new GM. Maybe even if you're not planning on doing um, Curse of Strahd, just do Death House as a one or two shot um, adventure. I think there's a lot of use in just kind of learning in this... Um, really enclosed space. Yep. Uh, there really isn't any way for the players to get that far into the weeds. Yep.
1: Um, anyway, I had a lot of fun with this. Um, and at the time when we ran, when I ran um, Death House, Wayworn Worm was not yet in our adventuring party. Correct. Um, we had started with a couple other friends that weren't able to, um, continue on with the adventure due to Life. having busy lives. So, um, Wayworn Worm and his partner Wormet joined us, um, to take their place. Yep. But, um...
0: Like one or two sessions after, I think.
1: Yeah. I think... I think it might have been immediately after. Um, but anyway, so Death House... Um, where do we want to start with Death House? I guess how you get there? Um. So when
0: Death House is the first real thing that happens in Curse of Strahd. Um, depending on which entry point into Curse of Strahd you do there yeah. are like four or five different ones. We both chose the same one where it was just they go to sleep in the woods one night
1: and they wake up And they're in Barovia. Yep. I think we had. I had my players meet in a very cliche uh, tavern as a bunch of first time adventurers looking for anything to build up their skills. And they went camping as they were headed in. headed towards somewhere. I don't know where. And I woke up and. They were surrounded by fog Deadly fog
0: Yes Um, So Death House is easiest to run If you choose that intro point Because you have them walk To Barovia And Barovia starts off Totally in fog And Rose and Thorn Who are two children That you meet Are in the middle of the street And they are the first NPCs That your players encounter
1: Yes we should say the village of Barovia. Yes. Barovia the land, and then there's an actual village, um, also named Barovia. And it's a very common place to enter into the land of Barovia. You can either enter there, or you can enter um, on the other end, which is near Kres- Kresk. I wouldn't recommend that
0: other end, because uh, Barovia has a slight... Um, Slight leveled areas. And Barovia is the side that has the lower level areas. Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, without like massively reworking some of the basics that are included in the book, you would probably want to come in at Barovia. Yeah,
0: coming in at the Barovia side is the better idea. But you yeah. don't have to. Yeah. Um, there There's very limited support in the book for... What if you don't want to come in on this side?
1: Right. So, um, using, the, using the fog as mm-hmm. a, uh, basically as a, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The fog basically forces your players, forces kind of a strong word, but guides your players. To um, the death house in Barovia, yes. in the village, um, and as you mentioned, you meet Rosen Thorn um, right outside the house in the middle of the street. Um, and they say that there's a monster in their house. Yeah, and they're clearly have, appear to be scared. Um, and what you know, what um, what good adventurer. Wouldn't feel um, Sympathy or empathy for these children And want to help
0: Yes, especially when you learn That uh, there's a baby In the house
1: Right um, And remind me How that comes out um, So
0: It starts Off with um, you know, a, a Thing to read And, uh, you know, the gravel road leads to a village, its tall houses dark as tombstones. Nestled among these solemn dwellings are a handful of closed-up shops. Even the tavern is shut tight. A soft whimpering draws your eyes toward a pair of children standing in the middle of an otherwise lifeless street. Then you interact with the children, and then you add the following. After shushing the boy, the girl turns to you and says, There's a monster in our house! She then points to a tall brick row house that has seen better days. Its windows are dark, it has a gated portico on the ground floor, and the rusty gate is slightly ajar. The houses on either side are abandoned, their windows and doors boarded up. And then if you question the children, they don't know what the monster looks like, but they've heard its terrible howls. Their parents keep it locked in the basement, and there is a baby in the third floor nursery if the players decide to question the children which they're going to um, I don't know if I've ever played with a group that wouldn't question the children
1: I guess if you were playing with with people who I don't know just didn't give a fuck about anything
0: well, luckily, with uh, with the way that this starts off, um, the rest of Barovia is locked up tight. So there, there, there's nothing else to interact with. Yeah, there's really nothing else. It's uh, their attention. It, it's pretty. It, it's a, it's a pretty strong signal. Do this. It is probably the strongest bit of railroading in the entire campaign. Yeah. Um, And then the Death House is very atmospheric. Um, There's a lot of spooky things throughout the whole thing. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Uh, Part of the reason why we're talking about this in. Well, it's now November, but. Part of the reason why we're talking about Curse of Strahd in October and November
1: is spooky. Spooky. <laughs> yeah, but, I like that. that. Was one of the things that was kind of fun. Yeah, um, I, I think it sets up what you can expect from Curses Rod. Right. That there's like, even if things seem to be yeah. innocuous on the surface, there's horrible things happening.
0: Yeah. Um, I think other than that. Death House is a very, very straightforward dungeon. Which is not an issue. Like, there's nothing inherently wrong with a straightforward
1: dungeon. Yeah. Especially if you're new. Definitely. And you get to run some baddies that are um, not, not, not terribly hard to do. No. Um,
0: I think there's a good variety... I mean, there's an animated suit of armor. There's a ghost. Um, There's a couple of... I don't remember if they're ghouls or ghasts. They're one of them. Um, There's a mimic. Um, A shambling mound is the big baddie at the end. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, and... I think one of the differences between your game and my game was that your players like found the mimic and, the, and the, i think they were guests and stayed in that bedroom or yeah. mine just they didn't even go in there they went pretty much straight to the cultist chamber yeah the altar and the shambling mound
0: uh so basically when you end up in the basement um the, the entire basement is essentially a circle um, they, like there's two paths that that you, you can go left or right but if you go far enough in either direction you'll end up coming from the other direction to where you started mm-hmm. and the cultists are to the right and your players went to the right mine went to the left because ever, as everyone knows good adventurers go left.
1: Well that if that isn't an indictment on, on our <laughs> friends, I don't know what is.
0: Keep in mind that a third of well for the for Death House, our groups actually have no overlap for that one adventure. Um Yep. Because of the three players that we share, because I don't count myself, because I didn't play in the game I ran, um, the the two that started in your game and joined my game uh, missed the death house, and then me and Wermet missed the death house in your game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so... the the start of the death house you go through three floors um you probably get possessed by ghosts yes probably um there's an animated broom that's an optional encounter and i think it's a very good encounter because you open a door it goes to a closet the only thing in the closet is a broom that attacks you and against first level characters who had just finished a fight, that's a deadly broom. I've run Death House twice with two different groups, and in both cases, the broom knocked someone out.
1: Dang. I guess I didn't realize that when I did it. Um, it didn't knock anybody out. I think it gave it gave him a, a hard time, but... Um, the...
0: The way it ha- it happened in both of my games, a single person opened the door and stepped in, and they were at like half health or less. Uh-huh. So one hit from the broom and it knocked them out. Wow, that's awesome. That's funny. So yeah, that's that's the thing that's happened uh, both times. Mm-hmm. Um, you meet Rosen Thorn and find out that. The ones you meet out front aren't actually Rosenthorn. Uh, they are part of the house, the evilness of the house. Yeah, projections of the. Yeah. Horrible um, house. This library. Um, you get the deed to old Bone Grinder in the library, and there's oh, a, yeah. there's a secret door. Um, where you can get a note from Strahd which is the first indication of Strahd if you pick the starting point that we did Uh, there's a wizard's book I think there's one or two other
1: things of note in there yeah I think there's a key to something but I don't remember what might be to the kid's bedroom or something. Let
0: me check. But, um... The library does have a key which unlocks a door to the children's room. Yep, you remembered
1: correctly. Yeah, so they... Basically what happens is the the house is three stories, I think. Yes. Um, Well... Well, I mean, as first, far as second, they know. third, and attic. So it's okay. four stories. So you basically work your way up. The players work their way up um, to the top of the house, and that's where they discover the children's room. Children's room, and they discover children's deceased bodies that have clearly been there for a while. Yep, they might encounter might get possessed by a ghost they
0: probably do get possessed by ghosts especially at that level they also
1: have an opportunity to discover the secret stairs that run from the attic down to down to the the basement yep down to the very depths of hell um and I can't remember if there's maybe a couple ways you can find the secret stairs Um,
0: the, the very easy way to do that is go into the children's room, there's a dollhouse of the house that contains the secret door to the stairs, and then the players go, what? Mm -hmm. What's this? Um, so, yeah, that's how they, they tend to find it, um, as we kind of mentioned, there's a whole
1: bunch of spooky throughout the whole thing, um. Yeah, pictures that have like if you look at it from a distance appears to be like normal, if maybe a, a little weird. Out. And then as you get closer and you kinda of look a little bit closer you see things like Skulls, snakes like eyeballs. Yeah. Yeah, blood, whatever.
0: Um, and then there's in a wonderful piece of storytelling through set dressing uh it tells the story about how this baby walter is uh rosenthorne's half-brother between the dad and the maid oh that's right yeah about that and the mom knows but hasn't done anything Yes, but Rose and Thorn were locked in the room on the in the attic and then forgotten about. And that's how they died.
1: Yeah, that seems like a pretty terrible way to die, like basically starving to death.
0: In your own house? Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I'm I'm kind of struggling to to say a little bit more because it's just it's a really good atmospheric straight uh, dungeon. It's not. I mean, each level is is fairly small. There's like five to eight rooms per level. Um, it's a really really great introduction to. Barovia and Curse of Strahd and I definitely recommend it however it's not it's not super easy to talk about because it's uh, I mean just read the chapter you, you, you set up the maps players go I want to go into this room you go excellent and then you read the section on what's in that room um, I think you could run the death house with zero preparation, hmm. I think you don't have to do prep work. It's always better to do p- some prep work, at least. Yeah. But I, I think you could run just straight from the appendix.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and then the basement is, again, pretty straightforward. There's a lot more going on. Um, like really early on, you discovered some tombs. Where, uh, I noticed that two of them are labeled Rose and Thorn, and my players were just like, oh, let's go get their skeletons and put them to rest. And that cures the haunting, or the possession. Hmm. Um, I think you've told me in the past your players didn't quite make that connection because no. they just kind
1: of rushed through. Yeah, one or two people got possessed, and. It definitely affected their personalities, which was funny. Um, and I think they... They just... They carried on with being possessed, and I forget. I kind of forget how that all resolved. But mm-hmm. but they didn't end up putting the corpses to rest, so... You skip past that. And then, uh, at some point, you
0: find the steps down to the second level which has three rooms one is a room with odd things in it um in fact let me kind of go to the odd thing list um you mean the delightful things so like a dagger with a rat skull set into the pommel um a desiccated frog lashed to a stick. Uh, a six-inch tall wooden figure of a mummy, its arms crossed over its chest.
1: Right, so I mean just the, the type of common household items that you'd find in a typical suburban house. I mean, maybe your house, not mine. Oh. Well.
0: Um, a bag full of bat guano. And How fresh is that bat guano, does it say? Does not say. It just says a bag full of bat guano. Um, they do nothing. Uh, When my players came across that, they were just like, these are important. They must be. It's like, okay. How do you want to try and figure out if they're important or not? I think the uh, the cleric even cast uh, detect magic on them, and it's just like they're not magic, none of them.
1: Yeah.
0: She's like, what? But they're in places of honor, and they're not magical. Mm-hmm. And there's also a prison. Um. And in the prison there there's a skeleton that has a gold ring on it and gold rings worth a little bit of money um i don't think my player my player's went to the prison and i think that they um if they just slept there but didn't really search the prison at all yeah um and then they lifted the portcullis into the final room. They didn't find the secret door in the prison, I don't think. Oh. How were they able to lift it? Um, a really good strength check. Um, Wormet was playing a Goliath fighter. Mm-hmm. So by the time you're doing this, you're level 2. And she had like a 20 strength. And just rolled high enough Nice And it's just like okay yeah As you're essentially a half giant Just Um And then You get into the cultist chamber And there's a mound of debris Over in the corner Which one of my players is like That's a shambling mound I'm like, No it's not it
1: is. No one. How you're not they, supposed how to. They know that. I don't know. Uh, this, like, just a lucky guess. Wild, lucky guess. It's just
0: they guess, and they're like, "That's a shambling mound," and it's just like, "You're right."
1: <laughs> Ugh. But um. But they didn't know his name, so ha. I, it doesn't have a name. It does have a name. Does it really have a name? The Destroyer or something like that. At least that's what the cultists call him.
0: No, it doesn't have a name. No, because the, uh... Oh, it is Lorgoth the, the Decayer We Awaken Thee. I guess it is Lorgoth the Decayer. You're right, it has a name. Yep. Um... And so, basically, the the cultists want you to kill someone.
1: They demand sacrifice. They demand sacrifice. that's what they're all about. And... And they're cultists. I they're can't like,
0: remember if they have a... They're, like, ghost cultists at this point. Um, you can't interact with them.
1: Right, but in terms of who, like, what their cult is all about, is it, like, a cult for Strahd? It is
0: a cult to Strahd, yep. Astradian Colts cults. Um, and in both of our games, our players elected to not sacrifice anyone. The Shambling Mound attacked. In my game, they killed the, the Shambling Mound. And in your game, they killed the Shambling Mound, but a player died.
1: Right. Which I think we talked about the Monk. Yes, we've talked about the monk. And the fact that the monk is basically a melee fighter. Uh, yep. Not fighter, but a melee character. Um, and the Shambling Mound was able to grapple as they moved in. And basically, like, squeeze the life out of them
0: Yeah, and then... Uh, that was a, a pretty big upset, because that was the first session... Uh, not only did this character have a mini printed from, uh, I think it's Hero Forge, but also commissioned artwork of this beautiful portrait of their character, and you were like, hey, we're ending session one with your character
1: dead. Yeah. Um, that definitely like sucked all the air out of the room when that happened because um, nobody... Nobody expects that to happen in the first session. Yeah. Luckily it wasn't like a TPK situation. Um, but, but the the
0: player that was most attached to their character yeah.
1: lost it in and had your been, like, first session DMing ever. Yeah, and this friend had been like, yeah, so excited about this character. You know, because we had decided we were going to do this a couple of months beforehand. And they had like prep this character well in advance and we're so excited about using this character and getting to play with it and they died but
0: it wasn't final did you find the solution that session or did it
1: have to be till the next session so that session ended with the players carrying um, the monk's body out of the house um and and that was the end of that session. And so after that, I had to think about what I was going to do. I definitely didn't want... Um, I wanted to bring that character back just because of the attachment. Yeah. And I wanted the... You know, I didn't want to, like, ruin my friend's fun. Yeah, you, so. didn't, you didn't want to
0: go, Hey, by the way, uh, I know you spent a lot of money on this character, and that's awesome.
1: Please roll in new oh, one. fuck that character. No, I didn't want to do that so um yeah i kind of came up with a you came up with a really good
0: way and uh as we mentioned a couple of weeks ago in the berez episode um that's still peppering uh some narrative hooks that i think are going to start really coming in to effect in the next couple of sessions um, in my campaign, since they won without anyone dying, um, the house attacked them. Uh, all the so they're able to get to the first floor, um, and then all the doorways had swinging scythes in it, and rats started exploding from the walls.
1: Yeah, fun, fun times. Did anybody get maimed by the scythes? Um, I think someone got hit but
0: not bad and they ran out and the house ate itself. Yeah. And then Barovia went to normal. Yeah, the, the fog dissipated a little bit. Um, all of these houses that were abandoned and shut up you know, shut tight are no longer abandoned and shut tight and the players are just kind of like what's going on (laughs) Uh, so yeah that's it's kind of the basics of the death house um we didn't want to go room by room and just talk about that because uh we want you to play curse of Strahd or, or run it
1: um do it you won't be disappointed
0: Yes, and we definitely do recommend start at level 1, do the Death House. Yeah. Or you can even start at level 3 and do the Death House at level 3 and just don't level up from the Death House.
1: Yeah. Um, you can totally do that.
0: That'd be fun. It would be a lot easier, which... that depends on your play style if easier is a good thing or not. But, uh, yeah. So, if you're watching on YouTube... Do the YouTube things. Uh, comment like sub- share, subscribe. Um, if you want to listen to us as a podcast, there are description there are there's where you can find excuse me find us in the description down below. if uh, if you're listening on podcasts, that's great. We're not going to tell you where to find us because you already have. Good work. Um, we're on Twitter. Uh, we hap- we'll happily talk on Twitter, um, or the YouTube comments. Uh, to my knowledge, we don't really have a way of talking in the podcast comments. I don't think podcast comments are a thing.
1: I may be wrong. I don't know. We'll find out. Um, yes. Um, something I hear, I hear from other podcasts are going into Apple, and giving a five-star rating to help with...
0: Yes, if, with, if you're uh, watching us our... on a place that has ratings, please rate us highly. We'd appreciate that. Yes, that'd be great. We
1: um, can bring you more, more um, exciting content. Um, yes. Which we're going to definitely include uh, much more beyond Curse of Strahd. But we love Curse of Trud, so that's what we're doing. Yes,
0: we're, we're kind of going through Curse of That's how we're going to start this off. Uh, you've already seen our... Well, hopefully you've already seen or listened to our Halloween episode where we talk about a different uh, system. Um, we're going to be running that in about a little over a month. Uh, we'll probably make a special episode just as a recap for that because Nick is going to play in that.
1: Yeah. It's going to be great. Um, But um, the idea of it sounds really fun. Yes. And spooky.
0: And spooky. So, thank you so much for for listening or watching. We will see you next week. We're going to have a uh, sort of DM question thing where Nick, as the new DM, is going to ask me questions as I've been DMing for possibly too long. It's been
1: about 15 years now. Yeah, that is going to be great because um, you have all that experience and knowledge. And as somebody who's fairly new to the game, I get some insight.
0: Yeah, and hopefully you won't have to make the same mistakes that I've made over the years.
1: It's always good to avoid mistakes if you can.
0: (laughs) Always good to avoid
1: mistakes if you can. All right, thank you, people.
0: Thank you. We'll see you next week.